Welcome to episode 133 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And my name's Joe. And in today's episode, we're talking about Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. How's everyone doing? Brilliant. Brilliant, boys. Glad to be back. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has. It's been a bit of time. But I mean, I have to say, I don't think it's just us. It's been a bit of a dry spell in cinema. For a bit, hasn't it? It has actually. Um, I've not really yeah. been going to the cinema that much recently, to be honest. There's um, nothing been out for a while not... that I've been bothered. No, no, not a lot has been appealing to me. And then this was the earliest. That was before uh, Once Upon a Time, anyway. And now this is the earliest that we could record after seeing that one. So. Mm. Um, yeah, I was yeah. quite surprised yeah. at how. Oh God. I was going to say because we did pretty well, didn't we? We got two two episodes out in quick quick succession. Mm-hmm. Um, our fans mustn't have known what's hit them. And it's like yeah. Christmas, and then um, back to back to the usual routine of a fairly big gap. But yeah, well, we've got fucking lives, us- haven't we? What are we supposed to do? You know, we're getting paid to do this shit. <laughs> this is free yeah, content, no, we- and yeah, we- which is probably just about right because it's a load of shit. But still, free is free. Yeah, uh, I don't think anyone's in any position to be uh, moaning about <laughs> our rate of output here. And there's been no fucking good films out, so what the fuck do you want? We're going to be doing we're doing we're doing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood now. We're going to be doing It Chapter Two soon. Um, what else is coming out? Ooh. We're going to be doing whatever else is coming uh, out. The soon. Downton Abbey movie, don't forget. We're not <laughs> doing that. Well, Richie, if you remember a while ago when we were all recording back in your gaff when we were all living in Lytham Saint Anne's. We did ask. Christ, we did ask the, We did ask the listeners for some donations, and did we get any? Of course, did we, we didn't. bollocks? So no. we got diddly squat. This is very much a one-way street. This podcast, yeah. I'm finding between us and the view, uh, listeners, even. Um, mm. And Joe, quite frankly, perhaps, Joe, how I'm is disgusted. that uh, PayPal doing? A- PayPal, yeah. Oh, Christ, is it still going? Is it? Oh yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think we're probably up to a couple of pence now. So. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. Keep let's keep going at it. Let's keep cracking at it, lads. Might be might be able to afford Jack a new mic soon. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's keep very going true. for the next ten years. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, here we are again, back at it, back at well, the at least, uh, at least we're all here though, because that isn't always the case. No, that's true. No, um, yeah, we've done last last three. We've we've all yeah. been present, which is quite a good hit rate actually. Yeah, oh, that's true. Perhaps most surprising of all, Joe has seen the film. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. You did go and see the right one, didn't you, Joe? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I did. <laughs> no, I did. Although, I was going to say before, I was quite surprised. I mean, how long has this film been out for? When did um, it come out? A couple, couple of weeks now. Quite, quite a while. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's been out for a, for a bit. But ever since the beginning of last week, I was looking at cinema times, and they were only showing a couple of, t- couple of times a day. So it's in not the a evening. Marvel film, Joe. <laughs> so, but no, yeah, no, I definitely went and saw the right one. That's good. I, yeah, I do. I do agree, though, Joe. I, I, I was a bit surprised because even in week one, there was like two screenings of it. 
Was there? Um, yeah, because yeah, so... I was gonna go. I was gonna mix it up a bit, and I was gonna go to the View in Preston. Uh, yeah, just after work. But none of. I mean, I think there was one showing. I think there was one at like five, and then one at ten. It was really bizarre, and I thought mm-hmm. I can't, do, can't do this. So I ended up going on Saturday night. It wasn't being shown at the uh, Dolby screen, the proper deluxe screen in my cinema, which I was very pissed off about. Was it not? No, what? As if it... mm. But what a terrible decision that is. Yeah, I know. Had to make way for The Lion King, Jack. Oh, oh, I mean, that's been out for ages. Yeah. Yeah. So, has everyone been doing these last in this break? Uh, Joe, you been all right? I've been alright, I've been uh, being a dead body, I've been what? having stab <laughs> wounds to my chest and my legs, and yeah, no, all good, all okay. good. Yeah. Part of your acting. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Joe, Summer Sizzler was a rough night, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, no, um, no, we do quite a lot, at the minute we're doing quite a lot of role play, medical role play, so Isn't that all you do? Today. Put in. Isn't all, role play all you do? Well, yeah, in different in different guises, I suppose. Um, but no, this is with um, all the different police departments. So I was in Stafford on Friday, and then oh. I was in Cumbria today. Yeah, with the tactical firearms division. Jesus, um, yeah, That's quite interesting. It, oh, it's, you know what? It's really interesting. We started the it's a contract that we've got. We work for a year um, with the you know sort of hope that it goes on. Uh, but we started at the end of August, so we've only been out a couple of weeks. But it's 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 really int- interesting, you know. Did they uh, did they let you loose with any firearms, Joe? They didn't <laughs> let me loose with firearms. No, I mean they came yeah. in today and they had their plastic firearms because um, <laughs> it was more for their medical. You know, this this particular one at the minute is all all about the medical. So it's not really about their tactical operation. It's about sort of when they've got a victim or when they've got got somebody they need to help. You know how they medically keep them alive. So it's all about CPR, you know, all that type of stuff. It's really interesting. If you're sitting on the training, um, it's re- it is. And it's basic life skills for people like you and me. So to sit so, in, in it, I'm so pretty we, sure I could probably do CPR now. So, wait, so wait, <laughs> you, were, you, were you the body they were doing CPR on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when they get to that point, <laughs> no, they replace you with a dummy. Um, okay. So... <laughs> In these live scenarios, you have a trainer, and he's like the director. Really, he'll say, "Right, this is what's going on." You're can you run through? Can, can you run through actually, like what it was you you were doing? Like, yeah, okay. So today, process. for example, um, there was one scenario we were in because it was pouring down with rain all day. So they were like, "I mean, I I didn't agree with this because I thought, well, hang on a minute. If it's a real life scenario, it doesn't matter if it's." pouring out with rain you still go outside and you still have the person that's bleeding to death <laughs> anyway um, they decided to do it in their training gym and um yeah who's this for me and my sorry? colleague this is for the cumbria police um tactical firearms right, crew right right um okay. and it's a, a refresher course this one in particular was a refresher course so it's just a day and the idea was the scenario was terrorist incident cars just oh, yeah. gone ramming into somebody they're unconscious on the floor. They've got a, a groin problem, um, spinal injury, and I just been stabbed in the sort of side of my chest. I'm sorry to hear Yeah, and you obviously go with it, and you they tell you what your breathing rate's like. So because it's all mm. medically sort of termed and things, they will obviously 
they'll say, right, you, you've got a really heavy, sort of fast breathing rate. So you just take it from him. You know, there's not much improvisation or anything like that involved. It's, it, you're taking the direction from the That'd from, be amazing from the if you just decided to run with your own improvisation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> you said I've been stabbed. I've actually been shot. You know, it's... <laughs> Well, this guy, this guy in the in the training room was saying, the trainer was saying, you know, when you're walking down Penrith High Street, and you're trace, chasing five, five, you know, terrorists and this, that, and the other. And that terrorist hotspot, Penrith. Exactly, that terrorist hotspot. You know, but no, it's, it's really interesting. Um, it really is. Cool. So yeah, that's what I've been up to the last couple of weeks. Oh, wow, oh, sounds amazing, that. Yeah. Mm. It's a bit oh. different to doing Shakespeare on a stage, so <laughs> yeah, you know, it keeps it varied. Well, has anyone else got anything uh, they want to go on about for a bit? Uh, I know that we've got a, a special day coming up, haven't we, Jackie boy? <laughs> we have got a special day. Yeah, it's my <laughs> birthday <laughs> coming up on Thursday. Um, oh. Yeah. What age yeah. are you, Jack? Oh God. I'm midway to thirty, Pepster. Oh no! Um, <laughs> no, hang on a minute. You're midway uh, to what? fifty. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, oh, sorry. midway to thirty. <laughs> I meant between twenty and thirty, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's no, midway right, to fifty, Pepster, Jack. Um, Classic, Jack. <laughs> midway to fifty. Christ, we are getting old, aren't we? Um, oh God. But yeah, yeah. Um, Looking forward to that. I, I expect you know your gifts will be arriving in their thousands very soon. Um, but I've got a question for yeah. you, though. Has anyone gotten round to watching my starring role in, on Netflix yet? <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, I have, man. Jack. Yeah, of course, yeah. Oh, did you actually watch it? I did. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. Oh, yeah, um, Jack, I loved it, mate. It was it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Um, I was quite surprised at actually how many times you popped up oh, yeah. <laughs> the way you you know obviously it's a reenaction reenactment and it's a but you're quite a big part aren't you yeah. it's quite a big role that you you play yeah because yeah because i play the the guy who i, I would have got death if i wasn't a, a couple of months younger i was gonna say <laughs> you you play him don't you uh, yeah, yeah I, he's really I, assumed the role yeah i really i, I, I method for the role um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> no, but, I'm not um, going to lie Jack I did jump to your episode <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't watch it all the way um, each episode leading up to yours I thought, yeah, oh, I was, yeah I was going to say I didn't get a chance to see it unfortunately Jack but uh, yes I will watch it um, but oh, it's definitely worth a watch from what I have what, seen my favourite my favourite part so far is you advertising it on Facebook and everyone asking for your specific episode because they don't want to watch the rest of the fucking thing. <laughs> I know. Uh, that pissed me off because it's actually decent. Like, Woody, have you watched any other episodes or is that the only one? I, I'll admit, I did do a poster <laughs> and go to yours straight away, but then I did watch some more and I oh, did okay. enjoy them. Yeah, because it is pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's really well made. And to be inside big, just... We're just interrupting now and say, I am a killer on Netflix, listeners. That's what it's called. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Right. There you go. Um, yeah, I'm the killer. We we do get some fascinating insights into these yeah. these people, um, and some of the cases are really disturbing. Yeah. Some of them are just like this guy actually felt a bit sorry for him. To be honest, in Jack's episode, the main 
Mm, Playing guy, yeah. he's just been dealt a very bad hand in life. And, um, yeah. All this anger and rage just came out of him in one moment, and that's it. That's you know, I'm not defending what he's done by any stretch of imagination. I'm just saying, um, what he, what he does really well is it gets through the human side of it, and there's always two sides to every story. I think, and yeah, um, from that perspective, I, I really enjoyed it. And um, I'm not just saying that because you're in it, Clarky. I think it's. Um, <laughs> Some it's something to get very you know there's a lot of true crime and stuff out there isn't there but mm, um, yeah. this show really nailed it for the the uh, the impact that it had on the viewer I thought it was I thought it was really well made I thought it was brilliant yeah I did oh, I, thought, I, good, thought, I thought I thought what watching it and I think uh, Henry's absolutely right there are two sides to every story and and the fact that they I mean obviously documentaries that most of the time they are based on true events and what have you and, and mm. the fact that we know what you did to get those stories or, you know, to see it all come together and to see the, to see the episode air. Um, and to find out, I, I find all these type of things quite interesting. It's, it's the mm. psychology behind yeah. people as well, isn't it? It's yeah. that, you know, it, what, it's what drives people to do things and, and mm. how it's just like you say, Henry, in a quick spur of the moment, it, your whole life can just change. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's... you can be wrong place, wrong time, and then and then that's yeah. it, isn't it? Um, I'm glad you said that. Or, though. Cheers, guys. And um, on the on the flip oh, side of that, sorry to interrupt you, Jack. On the flip side of that, you can be in the absolute right place at the right time, <laughs> just like uh, the way you got the role on the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you being yeah. there, nice, clean shaven for your, your normal day, and you're you're ready to go on set, and this guy scruffy oh. as fuck. Doesn't want to shave off his beard, so he loses the role. And yeah, exactly, exactly. Right place, right time. Right that's exactly place, what it was. Right time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, that, that is a, that is an amazing anecdote, Clark. You, you've got to keep <laughs> getting that out every now and then. It's just, yeah. it's just amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. But I'm glad you said that because that was the idea when they were making it. They obviously wanted to present it from a sort of non-biased standpoint, um, and and they wanted to sort of yeah get across that human side because obviously when you first when you first hear about the crime, and then if you just think, oh, they're a death row inmate, they must be, you know, evil. Um, mm. But then once you get to sort of know the background and, you know, they, they had drug addicted, drug addicted parents and all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah it's interesting. But also... But it's a good split in terms of the editing, of, in terms of, right, here's the crime, here's what happened. Then it's the aftermath is actually mm. dealt with quite well. So they'd, they'd speak to the parents of for bereaved parents, but then they'd also speak to the actual guy who committed the the offence as well, and get his side of it, and people from his family as well, and like he's just said there about his upbringing and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, I mean that's a key from what I took away from the episodes that I did watch was balance, and I think it's quite a lot of these people go into it for people who make the programs with with bias and stuff, and sometimes yeah. it's hard to to hard to avoid. But I think it was quite well balanced through. Throughout the four or five episodes, that's all. Yeah, well, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. nothing else to say on that, though. Right then, Richie, have you got got any news? How's Leeds? Leeds is good. Yeah, how was your, how was your holiday, Richie? Oh yeah, um, thanks for asking, Joe. I had a very nice holiday. Um, oh yeah, it looked gorgeous on the on Facebook. It did. Yeah, that's good to hear. Uh, yeah, went to Spain for a couple of weeks um, with the the old GF. Well, actually, I was there for the first week. <laughs> Uh, with her and then the family came joined us second week uh, which was nice lovely whereabouts 
Um, it's about an hour away from Malaga, a little place called La Herradura. Very nice. Oh, wee oui, wee, oui. very nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, sounds really good. Very good. But yeah, not uh, not too much more to report on, I don't think. Spreading spreading the message of film night to Spanish film fans? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was an opportunity you missed. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, so, right, so should we get into this uh, review of Once Upon a Time? Yes, let's do it. Yeah? Alright. Well, this week we're talking about Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Here's a clip. Hey, Randy. <laughs> well, so you're still with Rick, huh? Still here. You in there? Yeah, just knock. Just, just look, just, just, just put them in the wardrobe, all right? What's it gonna hurt? Then if you need them, you got them, all right? <laughs> then I gotta have a conversation with that wardrobe assistant, and man, she's a bitch. I just don't, right, please. Look, I... look Randy, I, I'm asking you to help me out, man. If the, if the answer's no, the, the answer's no. Not, not no with excuses. Hey, man. This ain't a Andy McLaughlin picture, you know? And I can't afford to hire a bunch of guys that smoke cigarettes and sit around talking to each other all day on the chance that I might use them. I got a four-man team here, Rick. If I need more than that, I got to get it approved. And, you know, I, I, I got to look after my dudes. Hey, hey and, and if your dudes were a better match for me, I'd say, oh, okay, you got me. But, but, but that, that's not the case, and you know it. He, he's a great match for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, no. Hey, you could do anything you want to him. Throw him off a building, right? Light him on fire. Hit him with a... Lincoln, right? Get creative. Do whatever you want. He's just he's happy for the opportunity. Rick? Yeah. I don't dig him. And I don't dig the vibe he brings on a set. Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is directed by Quentin Tarantino, unsurprisingly. Uh, <laughs> and it stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie. The synopsis is, a faded television actor and his stunt double strive to achieve fame and success in the film industry during the final years of Hollywood's golden age in 1969 Los Angeles. What did you three think of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Um, can I go first, Pop Pickers? You certainly may. <laughs> go for it. Of course you can. <laughs> well, I, I've got to say that it's, it's up there with one of my favourite films of the year. Um, I know we were talking off about there about the breaking episodes because there's, there's only been anything out there which has been of interest. Um, yeah, it's been a bit of a quiet year, hasn't it? Very much so. If it's not been a remake or a sequel or a prequel, then there's not really been that much original stuff out there that I've been able to access by going to my local cinema this year. Yeah, um, it's been very slim it very much has, and the two my two favorite films that I've seen this year, are this, and Vice. They're my two favorites, and they're two completely original films. Yikes! Um, yeah. Which uh, which is quite startling when we're in September, and yeah. and that's all that's all that I can think of that yeah. I've actually enjoyed. But but like I said, but it's not been something that I've seen before. Or something that's been done differently over the years, but um. Yeah, I mean, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was fantastic. Um, I just, I just had so much fun 
I really did. Um, three, uh, something that's almost three hours. I really, really didn't feel the length at all. Um, I love both the main characters of Cliff Booth and um, Rick Dalton. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and this whole idea of just basically just following following them around almost a day in the life of uh, yeah. a failing actor and his his buddy. Um, I, I was just so on board. I was so on board. Uh, the performances were outstanding. I think Brad Pitt's character. Oh, I mean, he could have had his own film in his own right, really. It, yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah. He was such an interesting character. Um, and I mean, just initial thoughts was that I absolutely loved it. I, I think the payoff uh, that you get at the end <laughs> really, really, really worked. And um, I've seen a lot of criticism online of people thinking that it was. It's not. You know, it's a weak Tarantino movie and stuff like this. Uh, mm. I, I just, I beg to differ. I honestly do. Uh, I think we're going to get into a bit more of a debate about some of the more controversial topics that have been spouted around the internet recently. But um, mm. just, just overall, I absolutely loved it. Nice. All right. Mm. Uh, who wants to go next? Jack, Joe. Uh, let's hear from Let's hear from Pepster. Yeah, no worries. I. Concur one hundred percent with Henry. Um, nice. I, I saw. I, I thought length. What length? It was. It, it, <laughs> it was so bizarre because normally I cannot stand films that go on and on and on. But it didn't. It didn't drag at all. Um, I didn't look at the watch once. Um, I went on Saturday night. I. I, I just. I, yeah. I just thoroughly enjoyed it. Just loved the whole setup. I loved the whole idea. Um, it's. Sort of Tarantino's sort of style, isn't it, of not rushing anything, and but he has a unique way of not making it drag and not making it. You're sitting there thinking, right, come on, let's get on to the next scene. It's just, it was just a really, really, an overall a great film. I yeah, agree. He knows how to pace was, things. Oh, yeah, he d- definitely does. Definitely does. And you know, and 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 having said that, he knows when to to speed things up when they need to. Um, and I just, I thought it it was like Henry, probably the my favourite film of the year, or the best film for me um, of the year. Going back to what you said earlier on about hardly being anything in the cinema, um, mm. I agree. It, everything's pretty poor at the minute. So to see something like this, you sort of like your faith is restored to an extent. Of <laughs> oh right, okay, there can be some good films out there. Um, I agree. I think I think both lead characters were, were great in their own, own way and I thought and they worked well together as well um, yeah you know both characters they, they gelled really nicely and, and yeah no I just thoroughly enjoyed it alright Jack what about you yeah well uh, great to hear that Woody and Pepster loved it because I also thought it was a fantastic Addition to Tarantino's uh, body of work, um, mm-hmm. I think it's quite. I think it's quite different um, to most sort of most of his other work in the sense that it largely, like Woody said, it just follows these characters um, as they sort of go through their daily routines um, and as they go through their different ways of sort of learning to accept where they're at in terms of their lives and their careers and what have you and. I think that's why a lot of people maybe didn't take to it, because I know what Woody's talking about. I've also read a lot of negative reviews. I mean, there are a lot of good reviews, but there are a lot of negative ones too. Um, and maybe that's why, because 
it's not really what they used to when it comes to Quentin. But um, you know, maybe the fact that there isn't sort of one driving storyline through the centre of it, like there are in a lot of his other films. But for me, that wasn't the problem. And I mean, I must admit, it maybe took me a very short while to sort of get into the groove of it. You know, like maybe the first 10, 15 minutes. But as soon as you realise that this is how it's going to be and this is the style of it and, you know, I actually really got carried away with it and I got carried away with the characters. Like Woody says, um, just had a great fun time. It was such a fun film. I mean, yes, there are darker elements, but it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I mean, there's not as much violence is there really when you compare it to some of his other films um that, that's one of the big differences I, I would say i mean yes there's a big scene at the end which we'll talk about later um where that cranks up a bit but so so yeah i, I thought it was fantastic and, and yes like it does feel a bit different to other films that he's done but at the same time it's still very much a tarantino film isn't it like you know the writing the detail in the scenes, like in the backgrounds and in the sets. I mean, you know, there's so much going on and I'm sure that there's so much stuff that I missed first time. I'd love to watch it again. Um, I agree with Woody and Peps to what they said about Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Excellent performances. Um, I mean, just such a joy to watch when they were together, but also when they were apart. They also had quite a few scenes, didn't they? When they were on their own going off um, and they were brilliant as well. So, yeah, I just, initial thoughts, um, thought it was fantastic, and I really, really enjoyed it. All right. Uh, well, looks like it's going to be one big Quentin Wankfest this week, because I agree. I absolutely <laughs> loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I, uh, I thought it was really, I thought the story was really well told, and I loved the way it was edited together. I would say that when it first, when this idea of the story first kind of came out and everyone was talking about it, um, I was looking forward to seeing more of a Manson story involved um, because I'm quite interested in that subject anyway, and so I just thought that would be really entertaining. So, in a way, um, I still would like to see a Manson story from Tarantino, um, but when you kind of started watching this, it became pretty clear pretty uh, pretty soon that it wasn't really about that until later on in the film, I suppose. But I just absolutely loved every second of, of this. I, I loved all the, the little vignettes. Would you call them vignettes? I guess. Um, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, no. like you all kind of pointed out, like uh, a good way, I think, of describing it was like a day in the life of these characters. Um, mm. And it was all really interesting. I loved the characters; they're so interesting and just entertaining to watch. And all the the way it would um, cut away to different things, the jokes or whatever, or just pieces of information. Yeah, I thought it was uh, really well done. And um, yeah, I, I, the, the, I think there's been quite a lot of talk about it. Maybe not feeling as much like a Tarantino film, but I'm not sure. I think it does. I don't really, I don't really see yeah. that that well. I, I I think I think you can absolutely see uh, Tarantino's style in everything in the mm. film. Definitely, so I'm yeah. Not, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. really how it differs except except for the fact that it's 
quite a while before there's a lot of violence involved. Is that is that it? I think I think violence is is, is quite an obvious one. Um, yeah. And as Jack said, um, for the majority of the time, it isn't violent. But I, I think I don't know about you guys, but I think the dialogue wasn't as as prominent as something like. But his last, like, even like the hateful eight, his, his uh, last film. Okay, yeah, I'll give I you mean, that. The, the that script, that's true. The script is is so tight, and that film is so tense, um, and you never quite know what's going on. Doesn't mean that I didn't think about in this at all. I just felt that it didn't have that sort of fast um, dialogue hmm. for for about two hours. I think. Um, I think in the final act, it steps it up a gear, but yeah. um, you know, I, I mean. I, I don't have a problem with this, and I think there's. You can definitely tell this is a Tarantino film. But I mean, he's nine in, he knows what he's doing. Um, and if he wants to do something different, then why not let him? Um, yeah. He, 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 he can really do what he wants at this point, can't he? Um, mm. And I think this whole, this whole idea, I've actually listened to a podcast with him on it, and he. The story, as Pepster was saying, the, the 60s and. But Hollywood at that time, he's he is obsessed with it. It genuinely is something that he cares about and is passionate about. And I think yeah. um, it's quite a unique way to tell, like sort of two main storylines. But there's there's so much more going on. Um, I think that really so comes many... across as well. That that. So, sorry, what was that? Sorry, I was just saying. Um, I think that really comes across as well in the film. Yeah, um, yeah. That that that's what the film's about. Um, and. That it is clearly something that he just absolutely loves, um, which is just a refreshing thing <laughs> these days. I think yeah. to see, mm. yeah, and to be able to, uh, if from his point of view, to be able to just go, you know what, I enjoy that. I'm going to make a film about it. <laughs> That's actually quite refreshing in a way, you know, because okay, he is going to bring in audiences purely because of his name, but at least he's doing something unique, something new. <laughs> as opposed to bringing out the fourth, fifth edition of remake of whatever film there is. Um, Do you know, um, sorry, go, no, go. No, was, no, that was it. I was going to ask you, Pepster. Oh, no, yeah, I was, I was going to say, because um, you saw The Hateful Eight with us, and that was obviously the last film that he did. Um, yeah. Not that I want to sort of compare everything he's done to, to like all these other films, but how would you say, because I don't, like things that are set in one place and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. How did you compare the two then? Do you reckon? Do you reckon this was a better film than Hateful Eight? You know, I was thinking about this afterwards, and I enjoyed the Hateful Eight. Um, mm. You know, I, I really did, and and I and I said th- I think they were great in different ways. Um, putting mm. his you know his style to one side, um, I think going down to basics of just the pure setting, like you say, you know. Um, I felt like there was more going on to an extent in this film, but again, that just works probably to my taste a little bit more. Mm. Um, mm. So in that respect, I I think I was maybe a little bit more engaged constantly in, with this film, um, but that isn't to take anything away from the hateful eight. Um, I, yeah, I think it'd be really difficult to to sort of say one was better than the other. Um, I, th- I think he's just got a constant, <laughs> you know, he just constantly does great films. Um, yeah, yeah you the know, bar is so high with him, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Um, 
you know, for, for me, pro- probably this one was probably kept my attention a lot more. Um, but other than that, you know, it's quite difficult to, you know, to say which one really. Yeah. There's, there's not really a, there's not really a need to to compare like people are so obsessed with that these days aren't they like no oh, I wasn't I wasn't saying that necessarily I oh, just no, no, wanted no. to know what you thought no yeah I'm not, I'm not saying that's what you're doing I'm I'm just saying generally that's what a lot of people love to do isn't it like mm. as soon as it's as soon as it's over it's like okay where does <laughs> yeah. it rank like yeah. um but there's not there's not really a need to do that just enjoy it a, for what it is is that a symptom of uh, the kind of the MCU and things. The films that are big these uh, days, sequels and possibly. all that stuff, is that? Yeah, yeah maybe. It's just, it's just these debates are quite commonplace now in, in anything, really, in sport, in yeah, films, it might, it might always, whatever. It might it's, always have been the case, I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah. It just feels like it's, it's a lot more prevalent now because of like social media and stuff, maybe. But, maybe. Um, a lot of the clickbait articles, like Jack said... You know, we've ranked Tarantino's films from one to nine. Yeah, have a yeah. look at our list and stuff like that. Is that what... Yeah, I, I think there's more of a market for it now. I, I don't know, but mm. maybe it's a good people point. do actually want to know what the what the best and what the worst is. Uh, but yeah. just fucking just enjoy them all. <laughs> yeah, that is a good point, and it's a nice segue because we have ranked all of Tarantino's films. No, we haven't really, but um... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's a pretty good point. Um, well, I think I'll we go back to something. Oh, sorry. No, go on, go on. I was just going to go back to something you said, Richie, and your initial thoughts about how, you know, when 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 this film was first sort of announced and the idea behind it was was first sort of becoming known, it definitely did feel like it was going to be more about the Manson family. So when I actually went to see it, I probably agree with you when you said that you expected maybe to see a bit more of that. But to be honest, I actually yeah. really enjoyed the way it was just sort of wo- woven in to the storyline rather than being the main feature. I um, did as well. In retrospect, I definitely did as well. I just I just meant at the time that was kind of what I was yeah. gearing myself up for. Um, and it's, in a way, it's actually nice to be, to, to, to be led astray in that way and, and have it be something completely different. Yeah, and and I'm sure, like, really nice. that would have been obviously super interesting as well if it had focused more on that. Yeah. But, um, no, I think the way he did it was really, really clever. And, but, I mean, I must admit, there were some there were some moments where I had to kind of... Uh, I wasn't totally sure because my knowledge of Charles Manson and his cult is quite limited, really. Um, mm. maybe, maybe I should have looked it up a bit more before I went in but so there were definitely a few moments where I had to sort of double take or maybe you know it didn't quite make sense straight away um, with some of the characters and who they were and how it, how it all tied together so I was just wondering for you guys you know before you went in did you know quite a lot about it or were you a bit more like I was? I, I, I've looked it up before I've, I've done a, a bit of um, looking around on the old internet about it one one time because I was uh, just interested in it. I was searching around things, whatever. Um, but I, that is an interesting thing because I didn't really think about that. No, I don't think I had that issue. Um, do you have any examples of who you kind of mean? Because I, I didn't, I didn't feel like you really needed to have that much information about the 
well, the Manson family at think, all, really. Like, just, just things like, um, you know, those young girls who were sort of roaming the streets and looking for lifts all the time. Yeah. Um, like, I didn't connect them up to the Manson family until she actually took him to the ranch. Um, oh, yeah, I don't so... think you were supposed to. Oh, I don't. Okay, as far well, as I remember, it's been a while since I watched it now, but I don't think it was clear that it was made clear that they were part of that until, until. Oh, that okay. Point. Maybe you went. Yeah, maybe you weren't supposed to then. Um, I mean, anyone else well, feel know. free to point out if I'm wrong, but I don't, that's what I thought. No, I, 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 yeah, I, I was like you, Jack. To be completely honest, um, I didn't really have much knowledge of, of that era and that period, and and you know. The history of it before I went into it um, and I didn't suppose sort of think of it on that level if that makes sense I it did I mean maybe it went over my head I don't know but um, I wasn't yeah I didn't come away I don't know I didn't come away sort of with those questions okay. sorry boys I cut out there Jack were you mainly talking about um, not a lack of Manson family knowledge yeah, and I was just explaining how the, there were a couple of moments and, and maybe a couple of scenes where, you know, I had to sort of, you know, it didn't make sense straight away, really, as to who it was. Um, right. Well, yeah, I was I was watching it with um, the missus, and she didn't have a clue, really, about the Manson family. Uh, and she struggled with the whole film overall because she didn't have that background knowledge, Um and I think Richie's, me and Richie are probably a bit similar in terms of finding it quite interesting and the whole thing just fucking fascinates yeah. me. That's interesting that uh, that Jack struggled and um, your your missus did as well. Um, because I, 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 I was saying that I have looked into it a little bit, but uh, I didn't think that you really needed to have that much information about the Manson family for it to kind of click but maybe you did huh? one of the criticisms that i've seen online is that people didn't really understand what was going on a lot of the time because they just didn't have that knowledge about the manson family um which is quite yeah. no, no, it's quite interesting really really no, I, i'm not saying that you need to know everything about them but um just a bit of i don't know Jack, about no, I mean, the, no, your, your viewing of it because you, you said well, no, was, about not really being yeah yeah no i'll just I'll just jump in there and say that, um, by the sounds of it, that you know that 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 lack of knowledge about the Manson family did affect Grace's enjoyment of the film. But for me, it didn't really. Like I still really, really enjoyed everything that was going on. It was literally just a case of there were a couple of moments where I wasn't quite sure, you know, who was who or like how, you know, like. It, but it was it was it was it wasn't a lot to be honest. Um, so no, it didn't affect my enjoyment of it. Um, if that was your question, uh, that, I think that's a pretty fair criticism, actually. If uh, people were having issues with that, they can't really follow it because they don't uh, know much about the story, and not enough information was given about the story for them to make sense of it. So I think that's pretty that's fair enough. Um, but I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've literally just as you've been chatting, Doug, I have been listening. Don't worry, I, just, <laughs> oh, nice. I did a quick quick goggle search. Um, <laughs> And just you know Wikipedia and just reading briefly on it, and uh, I mean it, it all falls into place. Um, however, having said that, I don't think you needed to. 
I don't know. I don't don't think you need to know any of that any of the information while watching. I mean, I didn't get. I wasn't confused at all. I mean, as I said before, whether it makes it into the episode or not, I yeah, I didn't know anything really about about the Manson family, um, and it didn't. I didn't come out of it thinking. Oh, that was a bit weird at the end. And whether it's because you just assume these things are going to happen in the Tarantino well, film, I don't know. Well, what, obviously one of the main one of the main characters is Sharon Tate, played by Margot Robbie. And mm-hmm. before before going into the film, I did know how she ties in with the Manson family. But did you know? Did you know, Joe, how Sharon Tate ties in with that? No, I didn't. Oh, I, yeah, oh, no, I, 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 oh, I didn't. Okay. Know, I didn't know any of it. But do you need to? Because it, it's you don't it, need to. no, I don't think I don't think you need to. I really don't. Mm. And yet, obviously, having this discussion now and me quickly reading on it, it all you know, you go, oh, okay, I see, I see it. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think it's necessary. Because this is what we were saying at the beginning of this. You know, the Manson thing isn't, you know, say from the last few, few minutes of it, it's not really the point of the story. It's not really what this, what the film's about. No, so. No, I agree. I, I, I don't think you need to know. I, I mean, uh, you know, the ninety-nine percent of the film is complete bullshit. So I, I, I don't really know why you need to know, why you need to have that much information for it to still be a good and enjoyable film. Um, mm. I mean, I know, I know you said that it didn't really affect your like enjoyment of the film, Jack, which I think is is right. But the only thing that you brought up so far that you didn't understand. Was the fact that you didn't realise those girls were part of the Manson family until they went to the ranch, and I think that I think that was the case for everyone. I don't think that was made clear, as far from mm. my own memory at yeah. least. I think that I think you were supposed to, you were supposed to only yeah, just realise at that point. That's probably true, actually. And 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 to be honest, while watching it, um, that didn't even cross my mind. It was only afterwards when I did a bit of research, um, you know, and when I, when I read about more about the Manson family that's when so maybe it's only now because I know more about it that I'm thinking back to the film but 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 whilst actually watching it no I don't think I don't think you do need to go into this with any great knowledge because like you say Richie 90% of it is is fictional yeah, um, uh, more than that I, th- I think even if you don't know anything about the Manson family I think if you watch this film and then uh, I don't know if I'm getting to spoiler territory here to be honest, should we get, should we get into spoilers? Does anyone have anything non-spoilery that I, we I, to talk about? No, I, I think we should because Henry keeps dropping in and out. Yeah, Jack, you okay? Yeah, 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 I'm happy to do that. All right, let's. All right, we're getting into spoilers for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, now. So um, if you care about that, then just skip ahead. I'll put in the description when the spoilers are going to end. Three, two, one, skip. Um, right. So what I was saying was. Um, that the, the film, um, even if you didn't know anything about the Manson family, when you watch this film, um, <laughs> and you get to the end of it, I think it's it couldn't be more obvious that it was absolutely not what hap- what actually happened. Even <laughs> if you even if you didn't know anything about it, yeah. uh, I don't think it would come to a big shock to someone if someone sat next to them, turned to them, and say, "Hey, you know that isn't really what happened." <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just back on, boys. Sorry, I've been to another room, so hopefully it might be a bit better now. Okay, cool. Um, cool. Um, yeah. Did you hear anything about that we just said? The end. 
Yeah, but uh, I just briefly, no. I just briefly brought it up as a point to the fact that I don't think you really needed to know much about the Manson family uh, for this film to to get across because ninety nine percent of mm. it was complete bullshit. Yeah, yeah, and Quentin is likes rewrite rewriting his history, doesn't he? Like he, likes he does. Taking... He does. <laughs> an angle and doing something completely different and all this alternate history and all that sort of stuff yeah. um, I think that came across are we in spoilers? yeah yeah we're in spoilers yeah. now mate yeah I think that came across well at the end especially because it just went into overdrive really didn't it with the deaths and all, all that stuff um, the, the payoff for that for me was the ending Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, the final, I agree. I had so final, much fun with that end bit. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good, but that that final sequence, that how it all started when he goes out and has a go at him and starts shouting at him in his dressing room. That was um, amazing. Just such an amazing scene. And then from there, it just, it just, yeah, it just like snowballs into this incredible sequence, which is just, I mean, my God, it was incredible. What was so great about that as well was that I had absolutely no idea how it was, how that was going to play out. No, like no. anything could have happened then with this type Neither of film. You know, you, most of the films you watch now, you know, you know, fucking no one's going to die unless it's fucking Endgame, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and and then you watch this and and that scene, I was just it's so tense. I was on the edge of my seat like. Like yeah. one of those guys, one of those guys could have just pulled the gun out and shot him right in the face. That very well, that's, that's very well could expecting. have happened. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, um, and it's so something you... that I said at the top. Um, I never really knew where this was going to go at all. No, uh, throughout the whole thing, but because at the start it's a lot more relaxed and stuff. But even then, I didn't really know what was going to happen next. And then when Brad Pitt turns, when he turns up at the, the ranch. The, where the Manson family live, and he was going yeah. into that room. Oh yeah, I thought, great well, scene. No, there's, there's no way this guy's gonna. Like, that guy's gonna be dead. Yeah. Gonna be flies all over him and stuff. He won't. Yeah. He won't be there. He's not real. Uh, and he's gonna get turned around, and he's gonna get a whack on the head or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. But it just didn't happen. It didn't happen. But he, he built the tension up. Yeah. Yeah. Sublimely. That was great. The tension. That was a great scene. Yeah. The the, the tension when. Cliff Booth is at the ranch, and he, and they're all staring at him, as, staring at him as he as he's slowly ascending the steps to the house. Um, and you've got no idea who's going to be in there, what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. It was it was incredibly unpredictable from start to finish. Um, yeah, and that was one of the best parts of it, to be honest. Agree. Uh, Brad Pitt played that off brilliantly. Oh, was amazing acting, absolutely mm. amazing. Yeah. I think I enjoyed yeah, Brad's crazy. performance more than Leo's, to be honest. Um, mm, I think I, I think Brad Pitt's character, as as I said, I, I think he had a lot more to give. I think he had so much depth to him. I think, yeah, I think, so I much think... that was hinted at, but we didn't actually explore, which we could have explored. I don't know yeah. when, when you th- when you think back to like like then when you think back to the scene where uh, Leo's on set. And he get and he's get like getting his lines wrong and things. Mm. That was pretty amazing. Oh no, that, that, yeah, that was amazing. That was, um, that was probably the best bit of Leo, I think. Yeah. That bit. Yeah. And he got um, and he well when he goes back. Pretty to difficult to get a bad performance. Massive run. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty difficult to get a bad performance from 
from him. <laughs> yeah, mm. I think I think what Woody was saying is like performance-wise, I, I I wouldn't say there was much in it, but in terms of the actual characters, yeah, and and who and who perhaps who has a deeper, more curious background, um, I would probably agree that Cliff Booth was a bit more interesting. Um, okay, and and especially all that stuff about how when we learned that. You know when he when he's killed his <laughs> killed his wife on the boat. Um, yeah, I mean, but that, I mean that was that was um, so subtly done. Like you really had to be concentrating to to understand it because there was a lot of jump cuts going on. Um, yeah, especially at that time when that was teased. Um, it was it was just it just came out of nowhere really, didn't it? Um, mm. and, like he didn't even say anything. Like, uh, Cliff <laughs> that, didn't even say anything. That scene, that, that yeah, it was that, so funny. That, that flashback was hilarious. Because <laughs> what, what is she saying? She's sat there on the on the deck and she's complaining about how she's on the boat of some. I, I can't remember what she was ranting about. She's calling but... him a loser or something, wasn't yeah. he? Wasn't she? Yeah, she was calling him a loser and spouting all this crap, and then he's just <laughs> staring at her, not saying a word. Drinking a bit. And I actually love how, as well, it cut before it happened. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. that almost added to the, just, I don't know, it, it added to the uh, effect of it. If you'd have seen him actually do it, it wouldn't have quite had the same level of impact, I don't think. Well, there's no, there's no violence, was there? There's no ridiculous blood, which is what you'd expect from from Quentin, as we, as we we're talking about before. You didn't actually see the murder, did you? It was just He's teasing you. He's teasing you, Woody. For the, yeah, for just the teasing you. <laughs> he knows yeah, what you're yeah, waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> can I? Um, uh, can, can we talk a bit more about Margot Robbie? Because um, all right, Jack. No. <laughs> <laughs> There was a great scene where she was in the cinema and she had her feet up on the... <laughs> no, 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 but seriously. Because um, I thought her performance was brilliant. Um, I thought she was very good, very engaging. But I don't know what it was. When it cut to her and it cuts into what she's up to in her daily routine, and I wasn't as engaged. Not because of her performance, not because of... You know, anything like that. I just felt it was slightly less interesting. I don't know what you thought. Is it because she's a woman, Jack? <laughs> I can't say. That's exactly what I was thinking. This fucking sexist piece of shit. No, that's not what I'm saying. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying. But I just wasn't... like it's exactly what you're saying. I just think... I, I was I was more interested in the storylines of of Rick and Cliff. I, I thought they had more to, more to offer in terms of their their life. Sharon Tate, she wasn't. We didn't really learn as much as we did about the others. Maybe that's why. This guy was just just confused that she wasn't in the fucking kitchen. I can't believe it. (laughs) Right? Can we stop making this joke? Because that's not actually it. And Rich. Okay. Oh, I disagree, Jack. I think I think actually I was um, more interested in her scenes actually than anything else because she was a woman. If anything, so. Oh yeah. I'd have to to say. I'd have to say you. Oh, barking up the wrong tree with that one, Jack. Take your misogynism elsewhere. Oh yeah, uh, it, I, I do think this is something. This has been one of the main criticisms of the film, hasn't it? Um, the fact that she, Margot Robbie was all over posters and all that stuff, and 
she only had 12 lines or something like that um, which is when you compare it to Leo and Brad from, there's no wonder that Jack wasn't that interested when she was on screen because there, was, there wasn't really any depth to her character was there it was all superficial really wasn't it it was I, I don't know I think you still got some depth in the in the scenes that were there when when you started to uh, you know when she's outside the cinema and and people kind of aren't really recognizing her I think I think there's some interesting stuff in there still I I enjoyed that bit yeah I did yeah I'm not saying that I didn't um, I'm just saying that um but, you, but you I, can't no, I, I agree I, yeah. I agree. It's not. It wasn't the most interesting aspects of the film, and mm. but it, I think it's just because of the way, because of the payoff that he wanted, and because of the re- rewriting of history that he wanted. That's why she was there. I think really. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it was necessary. Um, you do, you do or you don't. I do. I think it was necessary. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree, it's probably not one of the most interesting parts of the film. No, well, definitely. but it is, it, I, I did enjoy the, like, the very, very end is when yeah. they finally got to go around to the Polanski's house. It's, yeah. It, still, even then, it's, it's, I found it funny. and But her kind of blasé like, nature throughout the whole film, I think, was is what worked well with it, though. Um, yeah. And especially with that ending. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I definitely see what you're saying. And while you're watching the film, I definitely see what you're saying. But I think it still works for what it is. Right? Another um, quite controversial t- topic that I've seen online was the scene with Bruce Lee. Uh, right. um, oh, I, I thought that was... I loved that scene. At I the time, uh, I, thought, I thought it was really funny. Again, I thought it was really well done. Um, mm. And the whole of him drifting off... Like, it's just a daydream, wasn't it? Um, essentially. Hmm. Uh, quite a different different idea but equally as funny because um, it was about 10 minutes and you think well if you're going to take the length out you could easily remove that but again it just gives you a bit of insight into Cliff Booth um, but it's got so much stick on online because it is quite a, it is fictional take on Bruce Lee and yeah. I don't understand why, why you can get offended by it What's what's the what issue? Well, that it's not true to who Bruce Lee really was. Apparently, none of it. Apparently none it of it's true really to like anything. That. Yeah, but that's what I mean. But yeah, I agree <laughs> with you. This is this is why I don't understand. But God, everyone just wants a fucking true story film. Fuck yeah. off. I yeah, know, they can't it's, handle it's... anything that's fictitious, can they? It's like. Wait, this didn't happen? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure Bruce Lee wasn't the easiest guy to work with, but he's not trying to portray him in this light, is it? It's, it's not... A, it's just a, It's like a five, ten minute bit in the film. It's nothing to do with what's true and what isn't true, is it? It's, yeah. yeah. And it, I don't know why and, people and get so... Like, about it. Well, like you say, Woody, you know, yes... Yes, Bruce Lee is a major part of that scene, but it's it's far more about Cliff Booth, and it's the insight into Cliff Booth. Um, mm. That's the whole point of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't really get. I, I don't actually really get what the issue what the issue is. What no, was. there isn't an issue. It's, it's just twenty nineteen, Richie, and this is what everyone's like. 
I've, I, just, I found it quite funny, to be honest. Um, yeah, it was hilarious. And the, the damage and stuff, like the, the car getting absolutely wrecked, and I thought, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y- y- you can see why that no one's hiring him anymore, because he's, he's a bit of a loose cannon, isn't he? Yeah. I, love it. I love it when you can see him just... When Bruce Lee's doing his... Uh, what is it? He's giving um, a bit of a speech at the start, and Cliff Booth is just sat there listening. And you, you just you're just waiting for him to chime up and just disagree. Yeah, <laughs> you know you know what's going to happen. It's brilliantly done. He just sat there, eyes down, like you know, making sure he doesn't cause any trouble. He's just doing what he's told. But you know, he's never going to be able to his, do that. His, yeah, his first day on set, immediately after <laughs> having to talk his way into it, um, yeah. give him given a final chance and straight away. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, great. yeah, so good. Um, right. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to talk about? What about the little girls? Anyone got any thoughts? Oh, yeah. on, on her. That was one. Of, that was actually one of my favourite scenes. Actually, I'll really? say that. Um, okay. I I re- I really really liked the scene where he's on. It's, it's lunch break on set, and um, yeah, Rick, and Rick wanders off with his. With his uh, what is it, Irish coffee or something, and he and he stumbles across this this girl just sat there, um, and oh. and the and the conversation they end up having when they're sat next to each other, and she's asking him all about this book that he's reading, and he's going into it in all this detail and how it how it mirrors his own situation. And I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, good point. I really really enjoyed it. That that girl was amazing. Yeah, great yeah. child actress. Yeah, I thought she was pretty good, actually. Julia Butters, that's what she's called. Shout out to her. Yeah, well done, Julia. Future star. Future star Julia, well done. <laughs> no, yeah, she was very she's good. She's only 10, she bless her. 10, wow. wow. 10, wow. And then, and then another fantastic... Old enough to get in the kitchen, right, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Don't paint me with this label, Richie. I am very, very much... You paint em- yourself, mate. E- I'm all for strong, independent women. Um, <laughs> but another fantastic scene with the two of them um, was when, you know, it's after Rick's gone and had this talk with himself about how he needs to get his act together and how he needs to start being more professional and he's not going to drink anymore. Um, and then he goes and absolutely nails this scene um, when, yeah. he's hold- <laughs> when, he's hold- when he's holding the girl hostage um, and he's got her on a he's got her on his lap with a gun to her head and it, and it lasts it lasts a good sort of five ten minutes it works um, as a scene within itself definitely yeah i thought that was really clever actually how it was a film within a film and when he and i liked how when they messed up when he did mess up his lines they they like reset the camera and did the whole sort of sweeping shot again and there's actually quite a good little insight into what it must be like to be honest um but yeah, I thought I thought that was a fantastic scene with the two of them, and it was just so well acted by Leo because that's Leo acting as an act like he's that that can't be easy portraying an actor. No, he did um, deliberately not learn his lines for the scene where he forgets his lines or something like that. Um, <laughs> like he only, he only read some of it because it's because as you said, it's difficult as an actor playing an actor to forget your lines when you've learned the script. He actually deliberately didn't learn them to be more realistic. And it it does come off, doesn't it? 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But more sort of that scene you're talking about, Jack, the the camera work there was oh, so impressive. Like the, the close-ups, he got so close to his face um, as the tea, well, as he started to well up and stuff. And even then, I was sort of smiling as well because I was happy for him that he absolutely nailed it. But mm. at the same time, I found it funny because of the way he played it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I think throughout as well, like the camera stuff throughout was pretty amazing, to be fair. Um, oh, yeah. The, the, the whole direction. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Cinematography, um, the detail. I mean, the detail of, of, of that 60s Hollywood and those long... Those long takes of, of just Cliff Booth driving his car was unbelievable. Mm. Like, you know, just flying around the streets of Hollywood, like, you, you don't really see anything other than just him sat at the wheel, but I was just transfixed by it. It's just so clever what he does. Yeah. He's a master. Yeah. Yeah, he is a master, yeah. But, but it's sad to think, really, that that might be his penultimate film. Yeah. Um, was this the first one he did... Post Weinstein, I think so. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Did anyone? Is that something? Oh, it's not something I've seen sort of reported much recently. Um, is that? Is anyone interested by that? Is anyone think that Weinstein is missed or anything like that? Because um, um, I mean, they did come quite hand so. in hand, didn't they? Yeah, but I mean, hmm. he was just like a. It's just like a producer, wasn't he? I don't really know how much effect yeah. he actually has on the. And the film yeah. itself. No, it's just quite interesting. That's a, it's the first one since that yeah. whole yeah. saga, isn't it? Really? To be honest, I, I, hadn't, it... I hadn't actually thought about that at all. But I think you're right because oh, Hateful yeah. Eight was. Yeah. Hateful Eight yeah. was a Weinstein film, wasn't it? But Hateful Eight was yeah. right at the start, of 2016, wasn't it? So I think it was yeah. all this stuff is definitely after that. So yeah. And I can't believe he's he's going to bow out on Star Trek. I mean, what the hell? Oh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, I hope it's a joke. But it's oh, sorry, sorry. Star Trek. Oh, sorry. No, I didn't. Sorry, when you, the way you phrased that, I thought you meant he wasn't doing it anymore. Um, you mean oh, he's, no, no, that's no, going to be his final film? Yeah, ten and out. Yeah, Star Trek. It better not be. Well, I, I keep well, thinking is, is is that one actually counting as one of his ten? I don't know. Oh, it's looking. It's looking like he is going to do it. Yeah, I know. I know he's doing it. But I just mean, is he counting that as one of the ten Tarantinos? Like, is that really going to be the one that he has <laughs> as his final? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is, but it, I don't know. Yeah, I hope not. I hope not. not. <laughs> I hope he just keeps making films, to be honest. But <laughs> I, still, I, I still think he's got so much more to give. Cause... Well, he's, he's a breath of fresh air in this world of, like we said at the start, all this bloody... True story stuff and remakes, yeah. like it's just yeah. to still have a master at work in in this day and age. Is, we need to hold on to that, and we need him to stick around because as soon as he drops out and others like him, we're going to be left with nothing. But, but we, no, we we literally will be. We literally will be. Oh Christ! What was that? <laughs> what was that? Sorry, boys. That was me moving my uh, laptop. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we've all, we've all used that one, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly. That was my laptop, Mum, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before I was uh, rudely interrupted about Joe's arse... Um... <laughs> honestly, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, listen. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, you do it on demand, oh, how impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, go on, sorry. 
Oh, what I was going to say was that um, Jack was saying then about once Quentin's gone, that's it. Well, it literally will be because I can't remember anything else I've seen this summer that's been remotely interesting, um, that's been original. Actually, I don't think I've seen anything that's not been a remake. There's one. There's at oh, least what? one I can I think I think of, which is Midsummer. Oh shit! Yes, of course, Midsummer. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Hopefully Harry asks. Hopefully Harry sticks around, but he's still young, isn't he? I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, horrors, horrors are actually becoming the more the more original films than. No, they um, actually are. They most really other, are. Most yeah, other films, enough. which is a weird thing. No, and, you wouldn't have thought about a few years. But ago, if you, you? Um, but yeah, if you if you exclude horrors, then yeah, I don't I don't know that I can pick one. This is well, this is why this is why because all the massive studios, obviously, you know the main the big players, they're influenced by just right. What's going to make money? Right, let's do a remake. But this is why little studio, well, not little, but studios like A two four. I know we keep, I know we keep banging on about them, but there are others like them as well that champion, you know, s- smaller budgets. Given giving lesser-known directors a platform to get their films into cinemas, those sort of distributors—they're so important because without them, we're left with just the the big studios, and and we know that all they care about is the dollar. So, um, yeah, it's it's absolutely vital that hopefully studios like that and others um, keep doing what they're doing and don't get influenced too much because yeah, that's who we rely on now. Yeah, mm. it's oh, it's just such a shame, isn't it? it? Really is. What do we do? Just one little thing about the cameos, because um, there was quite a few. Um, yeah, I thought some performances were great. Al Pacino, uh, Kurt oh, Russell, yeah. but uh, yeah. Pacino had a bit more than a cameo. Cameo, but he was brilliant. And just seeing Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Al Pacino in one shot is yeah. quite some. It's quite <laughs> something, isn't it? Yeah, um, definitely. Just as a cinephile, I mean, I absolutely love that. But um, Kurt Russell was good. I always, I absolutely love Kurt Russell. I think anyone... he was good. Was did he the anyone... voiceover I... as well? Yes, yeah, I think he was. Sounded like him. Yeah. Did anyone see Damien Lewis? Yeah, he was yes. um, Steve McQueen, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Again, that was oh movie. shit! I didn't, I didn't even realize. It was yeah, in, the play, yeah. in the in the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was another funny bit when. Uh, when Cliff, uh, when Leonardo DiCaprio, imagine what well, I, I couldn't really tell at the time whether it was um, a rumor going around Hollywood that he was nearly cast as uh, what's it in The Great Escape. I presume that he got really. I reckon he'd like turned it down or something, but he was telling people that he, he didn't, and he was like imagine himself as Steve McQueen. That was that was quite funny. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, Did anyone Madsen spot uh, Michael in... Madsen as well? <laughs> yeah, I was just saying. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh who, was, who, who was he? He was. He was. Um, he was in one of Leo's films, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he like rocked oh, up yeah, in town. Yeah. He said, "Oh, you don't want to go in briefly. there, boy." That was Michael Madsen. Very briefly. Yeah, and I saw yeah. in the credits that uh, Tim Roth was in it as well, but he was cut. Apparently. Was he? Yeah. Oh yeah, in the cre- in the credits, oh, I, I saw that it said cut, didn't it? Yeah. Why did he even put? Why did he say he was cut then? Why um, did he mention that? Maybe it was in his contract. Yeah, to get a credit. <laughs> People get <laughs> cut from movies all the time, don't they? But we never actually like say it in the trailer. 
Well, they're not all Tim Roth in a Tarantino film, are they? No, that's very true. Very true. (laughs) It's pretty much the only films he does, so... He needs to get his name on there, if he's not going to make it in the actual thing. Mm. Yeah. Zoe Ball as well, she had a little cameo. Has anyone seen Death Proof? She was in that as well, wasn't she? Yeah. Quentin didn't pop up, did he? (laughs) Yeah, why wasn't he actually in it? Um, I don't know, he's not in all of them, is he? No, he's not. Very disappointed. He was in Hateful Eight, though, do you remember? Wasn't, I swear he was in that. His voice was in Hateful Eight. Oh, was that it? Wasn't there? Oh, yeah. right, yeah. It was just his voice. And he was in Django. He wasn't in Bastards, though. Oh, Django. Sorry, I got confused. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Inglourious Bastards, that <laughs> that scene from one of oh, yeah. uh, Rick, Rick Dalton's films when he <laughs> flamethrowers all those Nazis. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that was great. Absolutely brilliant. Hilarious. Has anyone okay. else got anything else they wanted to say? I don't no. think so, no. no. Joe, you got anything more to add? Not really, no. I think everything's been said, really. Yeah. All right. Well, then, I guess I'll just move on to uh, favourite scenes then, guys. Oh, this is this is tough because there are that many that stick in the memory. Mm. Um there are, a loved, lot, there are a lot to choose from. I loved everything. I loved Cliff Booth when he went on his own to the Manson family ranch. That was so tense. Yeah. Um, I also mentioned how much I enjoyed that scene with Leonardo DiCaprio and and the young girl um, actress when they were sat outside. Oh um, but I'm sorry. I think it counts as one scene, doesn't it? You know, the the violent scene in, mm. the, res- in, in the residence uh, of Cliff Booth. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I yeah. know it stretches out a bit, but if we take it from when, when the three, well, the one guy and two girls, when they first enter the house, um, that's that's got to be my favourite because it was just, I know it's back to sort of Tarantino's, um, you know, incredibly violent style, and uh, the rest of it was a bit different, which is good that it was different. But for me, that ending was just outstanding. So. That, I think I have to choose that. Um, God, I mean, it's such such a tough choice, honestly. It is. I think I'd probably go with the flashback when he's um, on the roof fixing the aerial hmm. um, and goes through the reason why he's not working on current film because of the situation he had the last yeah, time okay. he was on the set with that director. Um, I did enjoy that bit. It was good. Fair enough. Woody? Yeah, I, I enjoyed them both. Um, I mean, I probably would say Clarkies, um, just for the fact that it's sort of gone full circle and the characters that you're seeing again um, from the ranch earlier, sort of all mm-hmm. coming back. And the way it, pays, the way it uh, plays out is just funny, yet brutal and... Amazing, but I think I will go for the the scene on the ranch when Brad decides to go and pay George a visit. Um, I just I, honestly, I just didn't know what was going to happen next. I, I couldn't I couldn't second guess it at all. Um, I had so many different options going on in my head in terms of what was going to happen, uh, and that was the most tense I felt throughout the whole film. Really, um, as he's walking through that door. 
and all the creepy people are just standing there looking at him, doing nothing, not saying anything. Oh, God, shivers down my spine. Um, yeah, yeah. it's so creepy. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd probably choose that one, but, I mean, Christ, I could have said anything, really, because there's plenty of options. Yep, yep, I uh, agree. Those are all some solid options. I was probably going to go with the ranch one as well. Um, but I could definitely throw in um, like when uh, Rick Dalton's on set and he's doing his like the scene we were talking about before where he's doing his scene with the little girl um, or mm. uh, or even the scene where he forgets, where he flubs his line um, I think was really great as well um, or even the, the, the fight scene with Bruce Lee was absolutely brilliant um, <laughs> oh, that was so yeah yeah but yeah, I I think I'll probably go with uh, what you said, Jack. But I, I would have to include um, the build up before with the with him yelling at them in the car. I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Um, when yeah, he goes out with cool. his margarita mix. <laughs> uh, just thought that was great. So I'll I'll go with that. Um, all right, and that is the end of spoiler talk for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So um, what are we going to give this film out of ten, everyone? Um, I'm gonna give it an eight. Eight. All right. Uh, Woody, do you know what you're giving it? What did he? What did he say? He said eight. Yeah, I think I'll go eight point five. Um, Fair. with with room to move up on a rewatch, I think. Yeah. Uh, Claffers. Yeah, I agree with Woody. I think an eight point five is a yeah. It was a great film. Okay. Um. I'm going to hit it with a 9, and um, yeah, I think it probably, I, th- I do think it could, well, go up to a, to a, to a 9.5, or maybe even a 10 on a rewatch. Woohoo! <laughs> Alright, uh, we've got some shit to talk about now for a bit. Don't know if we can really call it news, um, but it's things that have happened since the last time we recorded. And uh, we want to talk about it, so we're gonna. Um, first thing, if possibly the last as well, is um, a trailer for a little film, um, which kind of sprang up a couple of weeks ago, for El Camino, colon, a Breaking Bad movie. Mm. So what? Uh, what's everyone thinking of this this trailer? Can I, can I just ask quickly, is this is this going to be in theatres or is this a Netflix film? Uh, it's a Netflix film. Oh, okay. Netflix film out on the 11th of October 2019. Well, um, my thoughts are that, to be honest, they've not changed since I saw the teaser trailer. Um, my first thoughts when we heard that they were going to do a film was was one of, uh, of fear because, <laughs> you know, we don't... What I mean, pr- probably the best TV series ever, in my opinion, or the out of the ones I've watched. No, um, I agree, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Joe hasn't has ever been. seen Breaking Bad, so <laughs> let, let that sink in. Yeah, yeah. Let that sink in. Um, I mean, it was just so good in every you know, the writing, the acting, the story. It was just so gripping, and when it ended, it was like. It was just a case of perfect. It was just perfect, wasn't it? It was all. It was just perfectly yes. done, perfectly executed. 
and you know things things have in today's world sadly when something is put down people feel the need to pick it back up again um and for such a successful amazing brilliant show like breaking bad i just think is it worth it is it worth the risk um and i'm sorry unless it's unless this film is absolutely insanely good i don't think it is I think I don't think it's worth it. I don't think we need to see any more. I think it ended like Woody said perfectly. I think the story was finished, and I just I just don't feel like we need an addition. Or I mean I mean I assume it is following on. It's not a prequel, is it? No, it's following on. You did watch the trailer, didn't you? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's following on. <laughs> so yeah, I just I just really don't feel like this is a necessary thing that we need to have and I don't think it's worth the risk right. strong words uh, what, do you, what do you think I think I think Jack's spot on there I think he's put it up summed it up very nicely there um, I, I completely agree it, it, it's just not necessary it's not needed um, to me it's just another case of Netflix getting their big fat paws on something um, <laughs> and Throwing all the money they can at it, and and probably going to ruin the legacy of what is the best TV show ever made. Um, the ending was, as Jack said, it was it was perfect. It had yeah. a bit of ambiguity with Jesse. I can still picture now Jesse driving off. You know yeah. that image is is very much still mad. Maybe it's because I've rewatched it recently, but even even so, um, the whole thing was incredibly done and so was Better Call Saul to be fair um, yeah. you know I did have well, my doubts I had my doubts when that pops up and I thought oh good, here we go here we go Better Call Saul's gonna yeah. that's a good point Woody actually isn't it that's a good point because I, I that the, so they have proven that it is possible to... yes it, yeah it's a good point that I, I was as soon as I heard that uh, Better Call Saul was coming I was in this, pretty much the same mindset. I was like, oh, Christ, we don't need anything more to this story. There's uh, there's no need for this. And But I absolutely love Better Call Saul. It's, I, I think yeah. it's a, an absolutely brilliant show. I, I love watching it. Um, I think it's got better and better with every series, as did Breaking Bad. Um, mm. So I, I'm, I'm in agreement with both of you about this, but there is still a little piece in my mind where it's like, well, I did think this before about Better Call Saul. Um, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think yeah. my feeling on it is, after watching the trailer, my feeling on it is that it's probably going to be good, but I still, I still don't, I still really don't think it's necessary and I still think it will detract from what was, a, I also agree, a perfect ending. What I would say with Better Call Saul, though, is that um, in Breaking Bad, I mean, he he's not the main character. It's as simple as that. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. He, he's 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 a bit of a side character, but there's potential there because he's he's just a, quite an intriguing one, isn't it? Um, yeah. You 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 feel like you can really delve into like, like Cliff Booth in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where you you look at him, you think, Christ, I wonder what he's done to get into this position, mm-hmm. and that's basically the the premise of the show, and it has turned itself into this not a separate entity from Breaking Bad um, as you'd probably agree Richie that yeah it it has got better 
every single one, but it's probably the best thing out there, I'd say, in for the last few years that I've watched on, in terms of a TV show. Um, it's got to be the I'd best say, thing yeah, that I've, I've seen. Um, yeah. But because because it's a prequel and because it's not focused on the main characters, I think it it just works. I think they've created their own world over the course of what will be next year. It'll be five five seasons. Um, yeah. In the space of two hours, are they going to satisfy the story of Jesse Pinkman? I've, I doubt it, well, but yeah. I, I want to be proven wrong. I want to be proven wrong because mm. I, for all the reasons I've just mentioned. And what does please me is the fact that Vince Gilligan is fully on board with it and the whole team who made Breaking Bad is on board with mm. El Camino. So maybe, yeah. maybe it will be decent. Yeah, they haven't let us down yet. But yes, no. it's, it is, it's still a good point. A two hour, yeah, we just said about will they do in two hours? Yeah, it's probably the, the whole, a, a, a very valid point. Better Call Saul season four was probably as good as you know, some of the end of Breaking Bad in terms of mm. the, the journey that you go on from episode one to the last. But it's mm. taken, I remember Richie, we were saying we watched the first Better Call Saul and we we're like, mm, yeah, it's, it's all right. Um, yeah, I wasn't feeling it that much. It's not quite Breaking Bad, but it's all right. But then once yeah. you separate yourself from the fact that, yeah, it's not Breaking Bad, uh, it just goes from strength to strength. And mm. it, in the last, last three and four, it's it just gone on to another level. Um, and for having a year off okay. now, because it's coming back next year, season five, I presume it's because yeah. of this uh, Breaking Bad film. Um, Probably. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see, really. But uh, I, I'm just very sceptical, boys. I really am. Um yeah, I am as but well. I, I, d- I just love, wish it didn't happen. <laughs> I'd love nothing more to be proven wrong, but mm. from the Netflix films that I've seen, they've, a majority of the time, they've been dog shit. So I'm just a bit worried. Well, I don't want to clickbait you guys here, but I have just Googled uh, the El Camino uh, film and have come across a very reliable uh, source of Lad Bible article here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. High quality journalism. Yeah, of course. Uh, with the headline of Walter White return is hinted in new Breaking Bad pictures. Oh, no. Hmm. Oh, there's new pictures? Hmm. Apparently. What, from oh, the d- film? Oh, wow. So, yeah. Oh, no. Well, let's um, like let's I like I say, perhaps about. not the most reliable source. Pro- probably just some clickbait bullshit. But yeah, I, I, I'm very skeptical, and I just yeah, yeah, I'm not in. <laughs> Maybe there'll be yeah. some uh, flashbacks or something. I'm definitely sort of. I, I don't know if dreading is the right word because, like you say, Richie, there's a tiny part of you that thinks well, they may prove us wrong. So there's a tiny part of you that wants to see it. Um, mm. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I also wouldn't really say I'm looking forward to it. No. It's somewhere in, the, it's somewhere in between like, looking forward to it and dread. It's like that weird middle ground. <laughs> yeah. Joe, having watched the trailer mm. now with absolutely no context... What are your thoughts? Yeah. I I thought, yeah, I'd be very intrigued to watch the series. (laughs) Right, well, fucking do it then. Wait, was that sarcastic? You got a month, Joe. 
Not at all. I, yeah, I've got a month. Great. Fantastic. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I will make a commitment. And I am oh, free. Well, I'll tell you what, Joe. You used, to, you used to watch every fucking series of 24, and that took up some time. Oh, you broke up there. What was that? I was saying, you used to watch every series of 24, and that took up some fucking time. Well, that's true. <laughs> Breaking, that's true. Breaking yes, Bad is a much right. shorter series than that. Yeah, okay, yes. I will I will make it an effort to watch. watch. <laughs> Joe, Joe, you're not busy. You don't go all over the country every day, okay? <laughs> I know. Is Breaking right. Bad on Netflix, yeah? Can I just say, it's not like I'm asking you to watch it one episode after the other until it's done, just straight away. You, yeah. you, you can take breaths, just like, <laughs> one episode, one, episode nice. one night, leave it for a bit. It's 45 minutes of your time. I know, but that is the problem because I, when I get hooked on something, then I have to constantly watch it. <laughs> and that is why that's, I that's, I'll have to bring up that that's your prerogative. <laughs> well, I will watch it. Do not worry. I will. I cool. will watch it. Joe, cool. how's that designated survivor? Is that still on? Cancelled. Uh, no, I think that got cancelled. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that I got cancelled. I think. No, it came back for a third season and then it got cancelled. All oh, right, because you you were into that, weren't you? Or I was did you into go that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not yeah. that. I yeah. guarantee you that Breaking Bad is better. I'm sure <laughs> so it the, is. So, yeah, so, the, so, the, so the show that Joe is really into gets cancelled, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Breaking Bad, you know, definitely one of the best. One of the best ever made. He doesn't want to give it the time of day. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's not, not, not the best argument because there are plenty of brilliant shows that got cancelled before their time. Yeah, that's true. Mm. No, I will. I will watch it. Do not worry. <laughs> I'm worried. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe it when I see it. <laughs> All right. Okay. By the end of the week, you will. You'll well, watch the whole thing. No, we're not going to watch the whole. Richie, Richie, Richie. I will have watched one episode at least. Richie, wow, what commitment! Which which would you rather, Joe? Which would you rather Joe gave his time to watch watching that in in preparation for El Camino, or in preparation for um, the new Star Wars? Would you rather he watched them instead? Um, I don't give a shit about the new Star Wars, so you know, I still think you should watch the old ones. Yeah. I don't think he should be watching Breaking Bad in anticipation for the film either. Just watch it because it's a great show. You know. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my that's my thoughts on that question, Jack. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, we're going to talk about Star Wars now for a bit. Everyone's favorite Yay. cash cow. <laughs> So I don't actually think we've talked about the upcoming Star Wars film at all uh, on this podcast. I, I don't really know what to, what to tell you. But uh, there has been a trailer since we last did an episode for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Um, and it's uh, it's got some things that people have been talking about in it. You know, it's got, it's got, it's got some noteworthy things, I think, to talk about. What's everyone thought of this fucking trailer that we just rewatched or watched the first time, as in the case maybe? Um, my thought is where where on earth is Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering the same thing actually. Good, good question. 
Well, this, this fucking cameo, trailer. <laughs> yeah, this, this yeah, that's a good point. They, they're very, uh, uh, they're very much scooted around that whole aspect during the trailer. Well, this fucking trailer which you just watched, which is what two and a half minutes long or some shit, and actually half of it just felt like a fan-made piece of shit. It was well, it looks, showing it looks very old footage. It's two and a half just minutes, but it took us about ten minutes to watch it because. We didn't actually know if we were watching the right one because it was yeah. that bad. Yeah, I, I, thought think, it, I thought it was a fan-made thing. I, th- I thought it was another clickbait, like a rickroll of a trailer. You click on it and it's just someone getting all this footage and conjuring up yeah. like yeah, a fan video. But yeah. no, that's actually what Star Wars have actually put out as their second trailer for this film. Um which is quite astonishing, I think, really. Um, in fact, if that's that's what they think is acceptable. That's what they've set their bar to. And wow, uh, it's not going to be good, this, is it? Yeah. I don't think I've ever looked forward to a film less no. than... The, oh, apart from Lion King. Yeah. Uh, than this. Um, I just, I really don't give a shit anymore. It really, it really looks, uh, boring. Yeah. Yeah. I I've honestly couldn't care less now. Um, it's such a shame. It's such a shame because, oh, I said before how much I love the original Star Wars and stuff. And Is that um, because of, is that because of what happened in The Last Jedi? Is, is that, is that why? I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, just, it's partly a reason. It's just Disney getting old of it and churning out a film every two years. Um, yeah, it's not just it's not just the Last Jedi. It's Rogue One. It's uh, Solo. It's all the fuck. It's all that fucking yeah. shit. It just uh, takes, just don't, it takes away the. Oh god. No, I was just gonna say I just don't need this much Star Wars in my life. You know. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it takes well, away the the interesting aspect, like the uniqueness of yeah. it, because yeah. just to churn churn one out every year, as you said as a cash cow it shouldn't be like that it should, it should be it should be like a respected part of the sci-fi universe but it's just not now is it it's just something yeah. that can make money fast <laughs> um, yeah and it's not just that yes definitely there's an aspect of what they did what Ryan Johnson had done in, in The Last Jedi how it just completely went off on a, a mind on its own just completely taking away everything that was set up in the force awakens um yeah and just it was just a it was a just a terrible film it was just a really badly made rubbish film um and, and now not only so so now not only is there that but now you've watched the first trailer for this fucking shit and you're given oh the fucking the emperor's coming back into it and it's like jesus christ i can't believe he's coming back can you not, I mean, can you really not just come up with something new, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the only reason he are, he's coming back is because they've obviously run out of ideas. Yeah, we don't know, we don't know what to do. And that it's, thing no, that it, well, it's also because fucking Ryan Johnson killed off the fucking main bad guy that was set up in the Force Awakens in the last one. <laughs> We've got this big Lord Snoke. Everyone wants to find out about. Oh, I'll kill that guy. Easy. <laughs> Oh, now we haven't got anyone for the third one. Okay, well, we'll bring back the Emperor. Hmm. Great. 
Yeah. No, it looks like a piece of shit. I'm not. I'm really. I don't give a shit about it anymore. <laughs> and this is. Well, and this you think is... of Ray with the red lightsaber. Um. Well, what, what? What am I supposed to think? She's evil. Well, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but this, yeah, exactly. But this is this is meant to be the final one of this storyline. Yeah, and then I, and then I don't know if they're gonna have a break for a while before they think of what to do next. No, definitely not. <laughs> no breaks. No breaks at all. Keep going. To be honest, I honestly Sh- don't see how we're gonna how we're gonna finish this off. How we're gonna tie it all together because uh, I just, it's just never ending, isn't it? Like. Sorry, but I, I don't want this to sound harsh, but Carrie Fisher literally died during the making of the last one, and we still couldn't get rid of her. Like, we still couldn't kill her off. Yeah. Just just when you yeah. thought they were going to give her a nice death, in terms of... Like a Mary Poppins instead. The character, she married Poppins, is it, back into the... That was absolutely <laughs> back into mad, the ship. So we, yeah. can't, we can't even get rid of a character when the character is no longer living. And so... And they they still... can't conclude stories. They can't do it. And she's in, multi- <laughs> she's in multiple shots of this new trailer. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, ridiculous. It's like, yeah, it's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm talking about the whole storyline here, not just Carrie Fisher, but it's like they can't, they can't let go. So, like no. you say, Woody, like you say, Woody, they, they can't move on. They can't develop because they're so unwilling to drop what has, what has, you know, been so prevalent in all these years in all the old films they they'd rather drag it out not drop it keep these characters going um to, to their detriment and like I say this this is going to be the last one i think it is the last one but how how on earth is that going to i don't know how it's going to tie up i really don't but like yeah, richie says last one my are we are we now invest, <laughs> are we still invested are, are we interested no. are we no. you know do we do we really mind where it goes or what happens? I want to know where it goes, yeah. Because if this is going to be the last one, um, which I thought it would I really, be from the trailer, really of the, uh, the title of the last film, The Last Jedi, but <laughs> obviously not. No, 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 we can't, we can't even do that. We can't live up to that title. Well, no, okay. we, 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 I think we always knew since F- Force Awakens that they always said it would be a trilogy, didn't, like a new trilogy. Right, so, so what's this one called? The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, yeah. So that's, that's just leaning up to the next trilogy then, isn't it? Well, probably, because yeah. did you you know Ryan Johnson? It, I think Skywalker he... already rose quite a few times, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think Ryan Johnson's got his own, he's doing his own trilogy, isn't, isn't that right or something? Oh my yeah. god. Sounds about right. Man, that guy's a prick. He shouldn't be anywhere near a Star Wars <laughs> film. He's got a new film out, actually, that's doing really well in the film festivals. Knives Out, is that it? Knives Out, yeah. Yeah, some nerdy mystery out. thing. Yeah, with Daniel yeah. Craig and who else, I don't know who else is in it. It's quite a few... Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't really like the look of the trailer. I know I'm probably going to sound a bit biased looking at that, but I don't, you know... I, I, I'm i not going to completely just say he's a shit, he's unable to do anything... Just because he made a shit Star Wars film, um, yeah. but it, the, the, I did I didn't really think the trailer for that looked that great either. Okay, I, I thought it looked okay. I, I definitely. Anyway, we're getting off topic here. Um, yeah. Basically, I think I think we all agree that 
we aren't really. Do you remember how excited we were for the Force Awakens? I know. I was just, oh, yeah. I was just thinking. I was just thinking how massively <laughs> our opinions have changed mm. in this in this short amount of time. How much <laughs> I actually, we were, we I were actually up might... for Force Awakens. I actually, I actually love to go back and listen listen to the episodes where in the news <clears> section we're we're discussing the trailer for the Force Awakens, and I want to listen to that because just to that hear trailer the trailer was good. Yeah, I've rewatched really Force Awakens before Last Jedi, and it was still really, it's still decent. Yeah, it's still uh, an enjoyable film. It's still it, enjoyable. It, it, I think, it, I think, I think it would actually be quite heart destroying to listen to our excited voices <laughs> <laughs> talking about how we can't wait for it to be back and how the trailer looks so good. Like, if yeah, only we, 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 we were, were young. We were young, Jack. Yeah, but we, we also didn't we know did, any we better. Did, we did a marathon of the three originals in one day and then went to see The Force Awakens. We watched <laughs> that was so four Star that was a Wars good day. films in one day. What day that was? Oh, yeah. That was, that was a great good day. day. Yeah. That was a peak. That was it. That was the top. We reached the top. And yeah, definitely. We've just been falling down very, one, very quickly ever since. Because that one, one of we were saying that the reason Force Awakens, we liked it so much was because it hit the perfect balance of being nostalgic but also it moved the story on in a good way um and it introduced the new characters well and but it did it in a great perfect way. balance is probably a bit of an overstatement but I, yeah I get well okay, okay okay but you know what i'm saying um yeah i seem to remember you liking the last jedi joke i oh, actually shit. think i did i can't even remember but i think oh, i definitely oh my god i definitely liked it more than you guys i do remember that but I'm not as invested. I've never been a big Star Disgusting. Wars. Disgusting. You disgust me, Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. But, yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I just don't really care. No. <laughs> I'd like to know what, what some of our listeners are thinking about. About um, their thoughts leading up to it. Are they still, yeah. are they still invested? Um, it's amazing how you can go from being so excited to not giving a shite by... In the space of three films, it's it's incredible, oh. really. Um, I'm just think, I'm just but it's not about three films, though, is it? It's quite sad at the same time. What? It's like it's like five films, though. <laughs> no, yeah, that's yeah, that is the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Well, just yeah. thinking back to to those other films like Rogue One, I seem to remember we liked that, didn't we? No. No. Oh, did we not? No, I, no, I didn't. <laughs> I actually can't remember. Right, okay. I thought so. None of them we've actually liked apart from the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from Force Awakens, the other three been pretty bad. I mean, Rogue. I think Rogue One. Actually, no. Solo was the worst. Bloody hell. Yeah, I didn't like Solo. Well, uh, apart yeah. from Last Jedi, I think Last Jedi was the worst. Solo was marginally better. Rogue One was marginally better than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really have much to say, really. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty much done with this. We'll still see it, yeah. we'll still review it. So oh, yeah, we're part of the it. problem. But you know. It'd be, I, I, it'd be quite fun to see that one together actually. Yeah, it would. It might make mm. it more bearable make it more bearable. But it's out <laughs> it's out in December, isn't it? So we we might all be around yeah. actually. Yeah. Possible like. <laughs> right, okay then. Okay. We're done with this. Yeah. Right then. 
Are we done with everything else? Are we wrapping it up? What did, what did, what, what did Pepster well, think about it? Oh, yeah, Pep. I mean, I, I'm going to rush to the cinema the first day that it comes out. <laughs> I'll be you there. Do you watch any of, any of the new ones? <laughs> yeah, I'll, be there. I'll be there at the, the midnight showing. Do not worry, chaps. Right. Do not worry. Well, we're all we're all aware, Joe, that you haven't seen any of the originals or any of the That's prequels true. or anything um, ever. <laughs> did you did you did, did you not watch no, any of the seen, others with us? No, I have seen one of the originals before. I think. I think oh, I've watched two Star Wars films. Which Whoa. ones? I could not tell you. This is wow. news to us. You've been you've been selling us the story that you've not watched any no, before. No, I could have sworn I, I could have sworn I may have watched one with you guys. No, yeah, yeah, that might be true, been. actually. Which, well, no, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. which one? I've, I've just, I, I have definitely watched one. Before and, but it was well, one can you give us a clue one. of what might have happened in it, Joe? Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's some flying ships, and <laughs> I really, it, it was years ago. It was absolutely years ago. Probably, probably going on about ten years. Was there any, was there well, any you, snow? You didn't, you didn't watch it with us then, if it was ten years no. ago. No, no, I thought, I thought I had, I have watched one with you guys, but maybe I've been mistaken. Were you there, yeah. Ashley, were you, were you there for The Last Jedi? You might have watched that with us. Oh, shit, yeah. Cinema. Check Letterboxd. Oh, no, was it in not. a cinema, John? Was it in a cinema? It's not on Letterboxd, don't worry about that. I don't know if it was in the cinema, okay. Um, it may have been in the cinema, actually. <laughs> oh, God, I can't remember. I seem to remember you being there for the recording of the episode, but that doesn't necessarily mean you saw it. <laughs> saw it, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that means nothing, which... Perhaps, yeah. what, what I want to know is, um, what would your cosplay outfit of choice be? Would you be a... I could imagine you being as a little, little Yoda type. Bob. Yeah, I would be... I think I'd be Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good or choice. R2-D2. Yeah. Or was it three CPO? Is that it? <laughs> close, 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 pretty close. Three oh, yeah. CPO. Three. Oh, three. Three. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, amazing. The, the font of my Star Wars canonical. And two R. And two R two D. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I'll be watching it straight away. Good. <laughs> uh, are we uh, we done for the for this episode? Yeah, I think we should save some other stuff for the, for the it, it for the it episode. Well, we're getting we've passed two hours now, so let's wrap this up. Yeah, Romeo done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, right then. Well, if that's everything, I guess I'll just move on to say that you can email us at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk if you want. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at filmnight underscore. That is still going very strong. Uh, all the news yes. updates on that. So if you want to find out what's going on uh, in the film world, what trailers you should be checking out, what, what uh, posters and all sorts of uh, different newsworthy stuff, then check out uh, at filmnight underscore on uh, Twitter. Um, other than that, unless anybody's got anything else they'd like to say. Not for me, Pop no. no. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see you very um, soon for a review of It Chapter 2. Look out for it. Alright <laughs> 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 then, I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. 
It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Come on, 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 come on